so much. Welcome to the Oscars. Congratulations. Congratulations to everyone who's nominated. And here are the nominees for Best Director. And now, here are the nominees for Original Screenplay. Here are the outstanding nominees for performance by an actor in a leading role. Here are the nominees for performance by an actress in a leading role. So here are the nominees for Best Picture. And the winner is Sally Field in Places in the Heart. The first time I didn't feel it, but this time I feel it. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. Cuba Gooding Jr. and Jerry Maguire. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for putting me through what you put me through. But I'm here and I'm happy. <laughs> um, I just want to, oh, here we go. Okay, uh, the studio, I love you, and Cameron Crowe, and uh, Tom Cruise. I love you, brother. And the Academy Award for Best Picture. La La Land. <laughs> What did you do? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Holmes Movies Podcast. This is another episode of the Alternative Oscars, or as we like to refer to them as the Anders and Adamy Awards. Yes. Oh, yeah, we forgot to call them that last time. The We're getting back into the swing of things here. The Adamy um, Awards. I like to thank the Adamy. Uh, yes. And uh, but that sounds like yeah. you're saying anatomy. It's like if you say it drunk, I'd like to thank the Adamy. Um, I, I, I think. Um, uh, we could also call them the Dafters. The Dafters. Daft Dafters. Um, what could he call the Golden Globes? What could he? What could he call them? Irrelevant. Um, <laughs> Boom. Uh, so, uh, hi. Uh, anyway, uh, the Johnny Carson uh, joke there. Um, let's get into this uh, episode because um, this is one that's from our lifetime so we sort of vaguely remember it what what, what number is it I can never remember the numbers it's the it's the 70th Academy Awards it was uh, uh, it was held at on uh, March 23rd 1998 at the Shrine Auditorium mm. uh, in Los Angeles uh, California the uh, from the, in the you know United States of America that one, yeah. uh, it was hosted by Billy Crystal. It, it was his uh, sixth time uh, hosting. He's done it a lot, hasn't he? He did it quite a lot. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he hosted nine times, or, or maybe it was in the double digits. I'm not quite sure. Might yeah, have been he's nowhere near Bob Hope, anyway. So it was nowhere near as Bob Hope uh, as as near as how many times he hosted. Uh, I think the last time Billy Crystal hosted was in 2012 for all the films that were like popular in 2011 and all that sort of stuff it was the year when the artist won best picture oh which i still haven't seen um it's a good film you're not missing much but you know it's worth no, a that's what i've heard <laughs> it's like um, okay yeah but i heard a lot of people being like well yeah you know it's kind of interesting but mm. um yeah right so we're talking about the films that were released in 1997 yeah so we already looked at the one from the films released in 1998 right yeah, we look that I think that was one of our first episodes that we did last year, the 71st Academy Awards. That was when uh, right. Shakespeare in Love and Saving Private Ryan were going at it at the Oscars. Right. Okay. So this year, obviously, the big name is Titanic. Titanic, yes, where it won mm. Best Picture and Best Director for James Cameron. And he went, I'm King of the World at the Oscars. Mm. Like that was the big headline, right? Titanic kind of because but also Titanic won. As many Oscars as fucking Ben Hur and all yeah, these, like yeah. another one of these big like behemoth films that won eleven Oscars or something. Yeah, you know, it's like Ben Hur and and Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King won eleven as well. Or Why a lot. Are these crap films. I mean, not that they're not crap, but you know what I mean. Like, say like these 
films that are just so big they swallow all the awards. But it's not like any of them win. Like like Kate Winslet didn't win. Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win. There's no best supporting actor in this film. It's just direction and best picture. But then the rest of it's like pretty much technical Oscars, right? And the music and yeah, uh, music. Yeah, the well, my heart will, well, music, best original music or comedy score, which is what it's called. That went to the full what? Monty. Oh, but. What? So, what, well, hang on a minute. Or comedy score. So, what's the what, what kind of category oh, is wait, that? Sorry, sorry. There were two. Sorry, I'm looking at this wrong. There were two. Uh, okay, so there was best original dramatic score, which went to Titanic to James Horner. May he rest yeah. in peace. And then there was best original yeah. music or comedy. Yeah, he's dead. He died in uh, 2015. Oh fuck! Sorry. Jesus. Well, uh, uh, best original. And then there was best original music or comedy score, which which the Full Monty won. That's such a weird category. Do we have that still? No, no, no. It it's just, it's just, it's just best, best original music and best yeah. original song. Of course, best original song went to "My Heart Will Go On," the the Celine Dion one. I'm gonna get that in my head now. And also, That's... also, uh, there were okay. Th these were the other ones that were nominated for best original song. There's are, we doing are we gonna? Are we gonna? Are we actually gonna like pick a different one? I'm gonna fucking find a different song. I hate that song. Okay, so the song that came out in 1997. These were the song. these were the ones that were nominated for best original song at the Oscars in 1998. Uh, so my heart will go on that won the Oscar. There was go the distance from Hercules. Oh, zero to hero from Hercules is a great song. Yeah, come on. Uh, Journey to the past from uh, Anastasia. Oh, that film. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Miss Misery from Good Will Hunting. It was uh, music and lyrics by Elliot Smith. Oh, yeah. And the great song, How Do I Live, from Con Air, music and lyrics by Diane Warren. Um, okay. Um, well, are we doing this category? I, I, I think we, we, we can, yeah. Uh, my vote would be for a different song from Hercules, uh, Zero to Hero. Yeah, Zero to Hero is a great song. So I think we should do that. And strip you, know, you, know they're doing a live act, you know they're doing a live action remake of Hercules? I think guy. I think oh, guy. I think Disney. guy Ritchie's directing it. No, he's not, is he? I think so. Yeah. Calculation. Never heard of him. <laughs> Fourteen labors. How many labors does he do? Six, like seven, twenty-five labors. Uh, how many labors does Hercules have? Hercules? I don't know. I'm not a Heracles. If you're a Greek, I'm not a. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not up to date with my uh, Greek mythology. Do you know what a hydra is, boy? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. Well, they call me Hades. I'm the leader of the underworld. Um, we've gone full Mighty Boosh now. So, <laughs> but I would like to see the guy who played Bricktop playing a Greek god. That would be yeah, would, that as Bricktop. <laughs> Do you know what Nemesis means? Yeah, well, he is a Greek god. <laughs> In this case, by a horrible cunt, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Titanic really took over the oscars this year it took it took best sound effects editing and best sound mm -hmm. best art direction and best cinematography all right well we're gonna uh, costume, we cost, costume design editing and best visual effect are we, we're not doing costume design are we we'll be here forever uh yeah i mean the i mean i haven't seen the other ones that were well ruth carter who was uh who is you know works on everything from Black yeah. Panther to Malcolm X. She lives she... in this area. She lives close to here, where I am. Oh, really? Oh, yes. sweet. Um, yeah. I mean, she's won. She's been nominated uh, a bunch of times for for her 
for her work and she she won for for Black Panther and she's nominated again for the sequel this year for uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I think she should have won it. Well, what's she got to do with 1997? Uh, well, she was nominated for Amistad, the Steven Spielberg film. Oh. It must have been a tough year to be Amistad. I mean, there's like... You, the, the, there's a, you think you're going to be the biggest ship movie of the yeah. year and then nope. <laughs> um, Titanic, okay. thank that uh, movie. Do, should we do... Do you want to do cinematography or should we just move on? Uh, cinematography, I think it should have gone to uh, LA Confidential. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking down the list. I am inclined to agree with you. Uh, let's do that. Yeah. I, I just think there's some great, just I think the way that they recreated 1950s LA in that time was was amazing. And how they the managed only other, to... the only other um, contender might be Jackie Brown, but actually, I think probably it's slightly better in LA Confidential. Yeah, or maybe I'll throw in a little bit of a curveball. I would throw in maybe um, Lost Highway, Peter Deming, the David Lynch film. Oh, I'm I'm happy with any of those. Um, so um, you you pick. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go with um, with LA Confidential. Okay, what should we do next? Well, I mean. What, what what do you feel like? Uh, do we have to do any of the... I don't know about editing. Um, I don't think anyone cares either. Uh, do we want to do any... So we've done music, we've done cinematography. Shall we do acting now? Yeah, let's do let's do acting. Or we could do... We could look at the screenplay, Oscars. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes, yes, writing. Yeah, screenplay. I always forget about that. You do need a script. Yeah, so best adapted screenplay went, of course, to LA Confidential, Brian Helgeland, and uh, Curtis Hansen. That, that well-deserved. Uh, well, actually, I think it should have gone to Jackie Brown. That's true. It should have also been nominated. That's true. I should. I think it should have been nominated. I think it should have won. Yeah. It's it's weird how people don't like when everyone talks about Tarantino. No one really brings up Jackie. I mean, I've seen people talk about it, but very rarely do you see people talk about Jackie Brown. It's a great film. It's a fantastic film. It's his most. It's it's his, the 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 mature. It's the most mature film that he's ever made, in ever. Although I think you could. And now that I think about it, you actually could make an argument for LA Confidential. I don't know. It's um I I mean I would kind of give it to LA Confidential because they managed to actually take the James Elroy book which is just incredibly convoluted and just you know just condense it down to its bare essentials, you know, just characters, tone, bits of the plot. You don't have to like do every aspect of it. Like they just kind of have they just kind of simplify the novel because it's so heavy and gritty and you know of course if you've read anyone's if anyone has read James Elroy's books you know they are very mm. they're incredibly complex and they're very dense. very <laughs> dense so and, and, on, and yeah. unique in the way in, in regards to the dialogue and the violence and you know very realistic and brutal in a lot of ways and they managed to capture capture the essence of the book and the story while not you know, ruining the characters or the, the plot or anything right. like that. All right. I'm happy with that. We'll, get, yeah. we'll keep it with LA Confidential. So best original screenplay. Best original screenplay went to Goodwill Hunting to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I've not seen that film. What do you think about this? Um, What are some of the other nominations? Some of the other nominations. Uh, The Full Monty. Okay, that should have... That's definitely... That's a better film, right? Uh, I mean, I haven't yeah. seen Goodwill Hunting. Uh, Deconstru- okay. Deconstructing Harry, which is a very forgettable Woody Allen film. But then again, I feel like it was at this point where the Academy was just giving any Best Original Screenplay Oscar to nomination to Woody Allen at this point. Yeah, yeah, he did have that uh, little period, yeah. Um, I do feel like the 90s were 
I don't know. There's some good films there, but not. I feel like his glory days were in the 70s and the 80s. And as I think, I don't think that's a controversial opinion, man. I mean, that's like pretty much agreed. Yeah, I mean, it's very hard to like praise Woody Allen because he is such a like controversial figure. And let's not, like, Anders, let's back away from the whole. Thing. <laughs> we don't need to go down that road. Yeah, sorry. Anyways, <laughs> he made some good movies in the 70s and 80s. Yes. Okay, just leave it at that. Okay, so Boogie Nights, Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm, haven't seen that. Uh, then there was As Good as It Gets. Well, that's amazing. That's a marvelous screenplay. Yeah, it's the last great film that James L. Brooks directed. Um, also, uh, Gross Point Blank. Yeah, I would have given. Yeah, I would have definitely given a nomination to that film. Uh, is that an original screenplay? I think it is. It is original screenplay. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, I also do think the Full Monty is really good. I mean, um, oh, oh, by so the way, I'm... sorry. Going back to Best Adapted Screenplay, I don't know if it would have won, but I kind of would have liked Men in Black have to have a nomination for best adapted screenplay oh i still think it's not as good as la confidential but it's yeah. nice yeah i think we should have chucked it a nomination all right so best original screenplay my vote would go to uh the full monty or um or what did i just say jesus christ as good as it gets as good as it gets um well there was another one i just found Ooh, uh maybe i uh, maybe it wouldn't i don't know if it would win but uh maybe copland because i think the screenplay for copland's quite good a gross point blank is what I was saying. Yeah. I, okay. For me, okay, fine. Look, I think it should be as good as it gets. Yeah. There's some great, there's a lot of great lines in that in that in that film. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh best supporting actress went to Kim Basinger or Bassinger or whatever the name is. Uh okay. yeah. for her role as Lynn Bracken in LA Confidential. What do you think about her performance in LA Confidential? What do you what what's your take? It's fine but it is astonishing that she was considered the best supporting actor that year because it is a fine performance by a fine actress but it is not it does not add like it does not change the way you think about how this part would be played she plays it exactly like a million other people would have done yeah. she's it's it's she's not actually i mean it's 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 a very broy film yeah it's, it's a very not, it's a very manly film i will say that yeah uh and it's a very it's a bit of a sausage fest and the women where they exist are not written with a lot of care and she's not that different she delivers the lines well but it's like how on earth they were like she's the best supporting actress earlier i actually think you could have given it to what's her name from um from titanic um kathy bates you know, uh, kathy bates yeah, yeah i think someone like that or, or Francis could... Francis Fisher, who was uh, Kate Winslet's mother in that film. I think Kathy Bates. Yeah, um, maybe Kathy Bates. Frankly, um, I think it should have. Uh, I think you could also make arguments for um, what's the ne- what's the one who plays the mother in As Good as It Gets. She's good. Are you, talk- are you talking about Helen Hunt? The mother, her mother in in. Uh, oh, in, her, 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 right. Shirley Knight. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if uh, this might be a, a weird one, but I maybe would have probably put in maybe Anne Hesch from Wag the Dog. I thought she was pretty good in, in that film. Oh, yeah, she's also in uh, Donnie Brasco. Yeah, she was very good. Yeah, she was quite good in Donnie Brasco. Yeah, or you could have taken your pick from any of the Spice Girls uh, from Spice World, which was that came out in 1997. This is the thing that people forget. There's a lot of really shit films that come out in 1997. There was a lot. I mean, yeah, there was some good, there was a handful of good films in 1997, but that was a lot of weird weird stuff yeah um i'm not I'm not seeing any really good um i feel like if it happened now it would go to kathy bates so let's just give it to kathy bates yeah definitely best supporting actor now there are a lot of a lot yeah of really 
good contenders here, none of whom won. Like, who actually won this year? Uh, Robin Williams for Good Will Hunting. Okay, no disrespect to Robin Williams, but that was not correct. But then again, you haven't seen... No, but it, I, I, know, I know of what I speak, Anders, and if you yes. really believed in this, you would fight me on it, and you're not going to. Fair enough. Um, So you had... Greg Kinnear for as good as it gets. He didn't deserve to be nominated. He's good, but he's not as he's not as good as it gets. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I think the actor who should have been nominated for for as good as it gets in the best supporting actor category that should have been Cooper Gooding Jr. Yes, yes, correct. Yes, fine. But there are also other really good people this year. So, who else was nominated? Robert Forster for Jackie Brown. That was like his big comeback. Okay, so so he's the one who should have won. Yeah. in my opinion, that last scene in Jackie Brown when they. Oh. It's, Anyone else? It's so heartbreaking, that ending. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for Amistad. He played John Quincy Adams for like 10 minutes. Okay, that bullshit. All right, yeah. Uh, Bart Reynolds for Boogie Nights. He was very good in, in that film, even though he did hate Paul Thomas Anderson afterwards. Okay. Was that all the nominations? Yeah, that was all of them. Well, uh, one I'd throw in there is uh, Vincent D'Onofrio from uh, Men in Black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then... Fuck's sake. I mean, there's so many performances they overlooked this year. You could have had Kevin Spacey for LA Confidential or James Cromwell or Danny DeVito, but probably one of the first two. Or David Strahan, who's really good in that. That film is full of best supporting actor contenders. Yeah, David uh, Strahan. David Strahan is great. So is Danny DeVito. So that's mental. And then Or I mean a weird one. Uh Gary Oldman in the Fifth Element, the Luke Besson weird sci-fi film with well, Bruce Willis. And another film that you could have had a couple of um, a couple of uh, picks from is um, uh, Donnie Brasco because you could have you could have done you could Michael have, Madsen you could have done Michael Madsen you could have done Bruno Kirby but you also could have given it to Al Pacino for that film. Yeah, that's a great that's a really underrated uh, performance from uh, from Al Pacino in that film. Uh, another one which has a really good supporting performance is um, John Voight in The Rainmaker. Right. The Matt Damon film. Yeah, but I've just thought of another. I've I've just I've just thought of an actress we overlooked as well, Joan Cusack in Gross Point Blank. Oh yeah, she was so good. Well, she was she was she was nominated, but for another film called In and Out. Uh, okay. Um, anyway. uh, I may uh, for best supporting actor. Uh, another uh, going back to Copland. Uh, Ray Liotta. Oh yeah, the late Ray Liotta. He is. Good. Yeah, yeah. He is good in that film. I still think it has to be. I still think it has to be Robert Forster though. Yeah. So all of those are good contenders. None of hardly any of them were nominated. Um, but we're going to give it to Robert Forster. Yeah. Also, uh, Lost Highway had a great, some great supporting uh, actor performances as well. You had the great late great Robert Lozier. And also uh, Robert Blake, who plays the Mystery Man. All the Roberts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Robert Blake. He that was the last film he was in. Um, are you familiar with Robert Blake? I'm just looking at him now. Um... He was a child actor for a time, and then his career kind of um, derailed a little bit when he was accused of shooting his wife. Josephat. Okay, I see. He's in a few films I've seen. Um, but um, I need. I'm not bringing him to mind. Okay. Anyway. Um, we're just giving it to Robert Forster. Why don't we do Best Actress now? Yeah, so Best Actress went to Helen Hunt for As Good As It Gets. That's quite deserved. But I think we both know who we who really deserves it. But who are the other nominations before we get into that? So there's uh, Helena Bonham Carter for The Wings of the Dove. Never seen. Which I've not seen. I'm confusing it. I was confusing it with another film, the another sort of Merchant Ivory movie. 
room with a view i think that's the movie right uh julie christie for a movie called afterglow what it's a movie it's a it was produced by robert altman it's uh Afterglow, Nick Nolte. Julie Christie. It's like what? Some, this is a weird thing with those. He's like refugees from the late sixties, early seventies, like turning yeah. nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. The, the the synopsis for the movie is the film is about two married couples who end up attracted to each other's partners. Oh, for God's sake! Oh, I've never seen that before. Um, never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, Judy Judy Dench for Mrs. Brown, where she played Queen Victoria. Oh, uh, well, she's supposed to be good in that. Yeah, with Billy Connolly, and then there was Kate Winslet for Titanic. I'm shagging the Queen. <laughs> God save the Queen. <laughs> That's one of the lines in the film. Oh God. Um. So, what was the last one? Uh, Kate Winslet for Titanic. Right. Um. So obviously, it should have gone to Pam Greer. Yeah. For sure. That ends that conversation. Um, are there any other contenders? Liz Hurley and Austin Powers? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, oh, best supporting actor. I feel like you could have done a worse supporting actor for Arnold Schwarzenegger in Batman and Robin. <laughs> You're not sending me to the cooler. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. All right, everybody. Chill. Mm. I what think... killed the dinosaurs? And the... the Ice Age! <laughs> you have to stop. You have to stop. Um, Pam Grip. It's gonna... party. <laughs> it's... It's, it's, it's all the ice puns. Yes. It's... Allow me to break the ice. It's a really, 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 really bad film. Um, I mean, to be fair, I did watch it the year when Joel Schumacher had passed away as a tribute to the late, great Joel Schumacher. Well, it's because um, you're a nutter. Yeah, but like, I feel like history has been kinder to that film. It's in it's it's one of those turkeys that everyone kind of loves to be kind to. It I even I struggle to find like really negative feelings about it. I just I just don't think it should be rehabilitated to the extent that people actually think it's good. Um, no, 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 no. It, it, it it's it's bad, but it's not like the worst movie ever made. I don't think it deserves to to be put in the. In with a bunch of other shit films. No, it's just it's just quite well known. That's all. You know, it's, it was a big yeah. film that came out and was terrible. And I think people always like, you know, like to, um, yeah, to celebrate. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the last thing I'll say about it is that it, you know, Joel Schumacher was making that film under very difficult circumstances. Like, you know, Tim Burton had two very dark films beforehand with Michael Keaton as Batman, and people who were making. You know, people at Warner Brothers, we gotta make we gotta sell this movie to kids, we gotta make this kid friendly, and you know, that's you know what he had to do. I still have no sympathy. Um <laughs> the winner for best actress is Pam Greer, should have been, she's an absolute icon, amazing. Yeah. Should have, you know, in this film, it was a career comeback, it should have been recognized. This is a, I think, in my opinion, a massive, massive oversight by the Academy and a huge snub yeah. because you're talking about one of the great movie stars of the 1970s coming back to deliver the performance of her career and not even getting nominated for it. It's, I think it's just very insulting. Yeah, it's a fantastic performance. Just yeah. completely, just absolutely compelling. So, best actor. Yeah, that went to Jack Nicholson. He won his third Oscar for As Good As It Gets. Now, that's hard to argue with but what are some who else was nominated so there was uh matt damon for goodwill hunting matt damon. yep uh robert duvall for the apostle hmm. it's a film that he directed right yeah uh peter fonda for a movie called yuli's gold hmm. 
and Dust, Dustin Hoffman <laughs> and Dustin Hoffman for uh, Wag the Dog, which I talked about on a uh, recommendation episode back in the pandemic. Yes. Um, so here are some ones I'll throw into the mix. Um, Al Pacino again for Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Um, Johnny Roberto Depp. Benigni's, Roberto Benigni's Life is Beautiful came out in 1997, but for some reason it was rewarded in 1998. Because well, I feel like it came out a little bit at the tail end of, I don't know, it's weird. Maybe it's they just frustrating. I think, not I, I, I think this is what happened. It probably got released in Italy in 1997, but it didn't come out in America until 1998. Fine. Um, Johnny Depp does not deserve an Oscar nomination for Donnie Brasco. Sorry. You know who deserves an Oscar nomination? Who did really, you know, two guys who really deserved an Oscar nomination for Best Actor this year. I knew you were going to, and you weren't going to go, let me go through this episode (laughs) without talking about this. John Travolta (laughs) and Nicolas Cage for Face Off. Give it. Just just like, just (laughs) as a joint Oscar. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been amazing if that if they were both nominated. It would have been it, very funny. It would have been a crime against thought, but it is very very funny to think about giving <laughs> giving an Oscar to Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. For that I mean, Nicolas book. Cage had already won an Oscar for leaving Las Vegas, right? Um, so so it's so like no. looking into a mirror, only not. Yeah, no, and and I hate how scarily good your impression of that is. Um, so well, um, well, I, also, I can't believe that Nicolas Cage is, has two like iconically shit performances out this year in that and in Con Air. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, oh, she, she's my hummingbird. Talk... <laughs> yeah, uh, we didn't talk about Colin Meany and Con Air, but um... oh wait, hold on, we didn't. Getting back to Jackie Brown, um, Samuel Jackson, best actor. Yes, of course. Because he is technically kind of the lead of the movie. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I support that. Joint that joint one. lead with uh, Pam Greer. And that and that makes up for his snub for Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Perfect. Because uh, Ordell Roby, his performance as, or- as Ordell Roby is amazing. Odell, isn't it? Ordell. No, sorry. I know someone else called Ordell. So that's why Ordell. I yeah, I think it's Ordell. Or- I think it it's is. I just looked it, I just looked it up. Um, okay. Yeah, I support that uh, very much. Um, yeah. I mean, Jack Nicholson winning was nice, but I think, yeah, definitely said it should have gone to Samuel Jackson. Now that you mention it. True. Just trying uh, to think the other about... one, you know, another curveball, and this is going to sound insane, but stay with me, is uh, Sylvester Stallone in Copland. He should have got a nominee. He should have been Oscar nominated for that film, yeah. Mm. Also, like, De Niro and Jackie Brown, he's pretty... He's pretty good in that. Yeah, but he's like, he's he's not... You're not going to, like, throw him an award for that. It's just like, he turns up and he does a good job. Um yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Samuel Jackson. So we've really given Jackie Brown a lot of, um, a lot of love. Yeah, well, that makes sense because it's a really good movie. It is a very good film. So, would it win Best Director though? Uh, we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, of course, Best Director went to Titanic, Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's going to be back. I think he's nominated again for Avatar: The Way of Water, which is a, a very expensive Save the Oceans movie. Uh, yeah, well, we're not talking about that because it's not from 1997. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the other nominations were Peter Catanio for Catanio for the Full Monty. Oh yeah, uh, Gus Van Sant for Good Will Hunting, great director. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis Hansen for L.A. Confidential. Yeah, and uh, At- uh, Atom uh, Igoian for The Sweet Hereafter. Okay, uh, he's a Canadian director. Hmm. Uh. 
Yeah, I think for me, it's a toss-up between... I think it's, for me, I would have either given it to Tarantino for Jackie Brown or Curtis Hansen for LA Confidential. I think I might give it to Curtis Hansen, to be honest. Yeah, I think Curtis Hansen is probably the more... The, the stronger of the two. I think it's more... I think I think LA Confidential is more, like, swishily directed. And, yeah. um And it's more... It's got a bit more verve than... um yeah, than Jackie Brown, perhaps, in just in the terms of the, the style of filmmaking. So I'm happy with that. Also, the thing I like about LA Confidential is that it avoids trying to fall into sort of film noir tropes because no one talks like they're from a Dashiell Hammett or James yeah. or sorry James yeah, Elroy or uh, Raymond Chandler novel. Yeah, like he shoots yeah. it in a very sort of contemporary and accessible kind of way. You know, it looks like a modern film, but it takes place in the 50s. And I think that's kind of the charm and, you know, the way that you're able to kind of follow along with it, follow along with it, even though it is a very horrendously complex story, but not as complex as the book. Hmm. Yes, you've you've already talked about that. Um, did you know that there's a film from 1997 called Gridlocked with Tupac Shakur and Tim Roth? Uh, I was aware of the film. I just didn't know it was released in uh, 1997. Yeah, I have no idea. Anyway. Um, I think uh, I think Curtis Hansen is a deserving uh, recipient of the uh, Best Director yeah. Award. Yeah, Full Monty's great. I'm, I'm kind of a sad that we haven't given the Full Monty anything, but I think it's fine. Uh, it's not like an amazing film. It's just a very fun fun one. I'm also sad we haven't been able to give anything to Man in Black, a uh, Man in Black, Men in Black. Uh, Barry uh, Sonnenfeld directed that, of course. Um, mm. You could have you could have given could have given something to Tommy Lee Jones but it's there's quite a strong year for male performances it's it's so funny how like male like white male dominated still the like big films are at this point I yeah mean, and still like really like aggressively so in the late 90s um that is true well anyway uh okay fine Curtis Hanson now best picture yeah that went to Titanic James Cameron and uh John Lando his producer uh, again as good as it gets for Monty Goodwill Hunting LA Confidential well, I mean, it's interesting that Full Monty gets more love from the real Oscars than they do in our Oscars. Um, well, I me... mean, the funny thing about Full Monty originally, because I remember I saw a clip of Robert Carlyle on the Graham Norton show, and he was talking about like there was like a test screening that they had for Full Monty that didn't go well, and, and then someone, a distributor, said, "Oh, this is going to go straight to DVD," and then it just ended up. Then they took a risk, and it became like a huge, massive hit. So did they have DVDs in 1997? What? Did they have DVDs in 1997? Oh, straight to VHS, sorry. Uh, yeah, DVDs were maybe coming in a little bit. I can't actually remember. But no, yeah, but it's amazing because it just shows that nobody, you know, it's like what William Goldman said about people in Hollywood. No one knows anything. But we also haven't rewarded the other great film from this year, Air Force One. Oh, um, yeah. Get off my plane. Well, the best picture from, right. So, um, like, the heart says... Um, uh, the heart says gross point blank, but the he head says LA Confidential or Jackie Brown. Yeah. And I think it's LA Confidential for me. Yeah, probably me too. Great. All right. That's good. LA Confidential is clearly the best film of 1997. And so we have stripped Titanic basically of everything except those technical awards we can't be bothered with. Um, yeah. It's not to say that Titanic's necessarily like a terrible film. It's just it, I, everyone got very, very excited for it, and it felt quite unbearable at the time. And I think it was interesting. You couldn't that, get away from it. <laughs> no, it was interesting. The song and the, it's it's really this like very nineties thing of this like uber romance set against a sort of 
lavishly done but still highly hollywoodized historical backdrop, yeah. backdrop. and um yeah i mean it has spawned a lot of fun memes i will say and and the, and the sinking scene is pretty good um yeah i think like just it mean the whole the technical side of it is really good i mean you can say what you want about the story and everything like that but yeah i feel like everything that james cameron did before titanic is really really good and i think that's where you know his scripts were a lot better like the abyss terminator 2 and you know true lies as well it's a fantastic film very funny but yeah i feel yeah maybe he once i think when he was trying to figure out tech when he got his hands on like technology and figuring out what he can do with that technology maybe the storylines kind of lost a little bit of you know you know their impact and stuff but i don't know yeah that's i think that's the tragedy with titanic is that well, the tragedy the, the Titanic sank. Real the tragedy. tragedy of the film is that the, the there's nothing wrong with doing a film, a romantic film set aboard the Titanic. I mean, there are, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's just and, and using the technology. I mean, the spectacle of the sinking is great. It's a little bit melodramatic. Like it's a bit like with the the, the chimney falling on the guy and on the guy yeah. like shooting himself and stuff. And that stuff was was also like. The, the guy killing himself, like we, that was contentious as well because they didn't. Yeah, the family, know. the family came and said they criticized. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, I know they they did they did the same thing with uh, Zulu with the character of Hook. The the family were uh, critical of his portrayal in the film. Yeah, but we've talked about that before. The way he's actually portrayed in that is like pretty cool. So I don't know why they have a problem with anyway. Um, the the but but this film, he's basically con- he's basically accused this character whoever, whoever the steward is of being like a murder suicide <laughs> yeah so i don't know um if you'd actually done a good story it would have been brilliant like i think i think it and i, I think that maybe we hold films to a high standard or whatever but i just think it comes across as such a like obvious it's so obvious now like you know boyish um kid who's yeah. good at drawing who's like from the wrong side of the tracks and then the like the, the uptown girl and it's just so we've seen it so many times it's just fucking lady and the tramp and it's like you know yeah it would have been interesting to do something that was more like holistic like a story that um like pulled together lots of different people on the ship um but instead it becomes this sort of sequence of music videos essentially and then this big sinking set piece that everyone's waiting for so yeah yeah they did it kind of. They, 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 I think they tried to recreate that again with Michael Bay's film Pearl Harbor, but shit. Well, yeah, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor is exactly the same. Yeah, it's like a, a stupid love story set against um, the, the Pearl Harbor, which w- is bad enough, but it's already been done brilliantly in From Here to Eternity. So, like, how yeah. <laughs> it's like you may, well, you may as well just remake From Here to Eternity because at least that's got a good plot, um, and then don't go anywhere near Ben Affleck when you're trying to cast the movie. Um, but or whatever his name is, Josh Josh Hartnett. I I don't mind Josh Hartnett. He's actually he's not that bad. I think Ben Affleck was not the best actor back then. He's not the best actor now. He's he's an awful actor. But he's he's fine now. Not as well as he's not changed. And Anders, he's a terrible. Actor. He's directed some good films. Don't wait. He's don't, he's not going to come and like hurt you. Um, <laughs> I think he knows he's a bad actor as well. That's fine. But we're not here to talk about Ben Affleck. We're talking about. 1997, when Ben Affleck was but a but an obscure co-writer on a film called Goodwill Hunting that we have also overlooked. Yeah, um, there's but, a bit. Um, of a, did, do you know this bit of trivia that they did with the with the screenplay, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck? No. Well, so they they did this thing where they when they were sending out the screenplay to a bunch of people, they had added 
they had added a sex scene where um, Ben Affleck's character and Matt Damon's character just randomly just have sex. And people, and then people would like, like Harvey Weinstein, he kind of came to them and said like, what, why is this? What, why this comes out of nowhere? Why the hell, why is this in the script? And he was like, and they were like, oh, that was just for us to, you know, we put that in there just to kind of make sure that people actually read the screenplay. That's, I don't know. Again, it's like, a little bit sort of weird and homophobic <laughs> but also um yeah it's just it just speaks to the weirdness of the time like matt damon and ben affleck put a fake gay sex scene that neither of them would ever have filmed in a million years in a script that they show harvey weinstein i mean like <laughs> that's that tells you a lot of what yeah. you need to know about the culture of the time i think yeah so on that note let's get out of here and we'll return for more Oscars shenanigans. Yeah, we're probably going to go for a more, or uh, one of, we're, we're, yeah, well, I don't know. We haven't looked at one at an Oscar in the 50s, have we? Or we? Ha- I think we did 56, the films of 56. Oh yeah, we did one with uh, for um, The Searchers. Yeah, but that that felt like a sort of very personal revenge mission on both of our parts. Hey, well, we could go back to the 50s. I'd be happy yeah. to do that. Well, maybe we haven't done one for the 70s yet. Not in this not this time around, but I think we did. I think we did do one. Did Maybe. we? I don't think Maybe. so. I think we've kind of been in the modern sort of. Well, let's do one from the seventies then, for yeah, sure. We'll go, we'll go. We'll go. Take ourselves back to the seventies. Nice. I look forward to that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well. Um, uh, good. I'm gonna go and get back to whatever it is I do. <laughs> I'm gonna do whatever it is I do. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. You can check us out on Twitter at Homes Movies Pod. I'm at Fabricius91. Adam is still the Northampton Dane, but probably needs to change the name because he I moved. Keep, yeah, I keep meaning to do that. Sorry, the Massachusetts Dane. Just keep it. <laughs> well, I yeah. There might be a the, yeah. That's gonna be hard to spell. Um, I'll figure something out. Don't worry. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, we're both on Letterboxd. You can follow us there. Um, like some of our little reviews that we do and, you know, see what we've been watching and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. And, and, so it's uh, way more you... fun than what he's doing. Yeah, and uh, do check out the blog. I recently posted something about the first three episodes of the new HBO series, The Last of Us. Um, and every time I think of The Last of Us... It You've just reminds... seen The Last of Us! Yeah, I know, it's the... it reminds me of Robin Hood, Men in Tides. You haven't seen The Last of Us! Which is, you know, yeah. my re- my reaction to people who haven't seen the show yet. Have you been watching it? I haven't. It's very good. It's ex- it's extremely good. The the third episode with <laughs> Nick Offerman is great. I can't work out how to change my Twitter um, handle on my phone. <laughs> it's very anyway. easy. Oh, um, there's an edit <laughs> section. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I, uh, anyway, look, um, can we just end this, please? Yes, yeah, right. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. Bye.